everybody. It's Dirty Thursday. The Bullring Boys are back, Chad Hoff and myself, and we welcome Ryan Flayton to the studios of GFBS. That's like more applause than we normally get, Chad. Amen to that. Show today brought to you by Thunder Rays. New auto repair shop in Grand Forks, Thunder Rays Auto Repair. You know, Thunder Rays, they do it all. General auto repair, oil changes and maintenance, brakes and suspension, fuel and ignition, diagnostics, engine and tranny work. Thunder Rays, man, he digs working on hot rods and muscle cars, too. So think about that. And you know what? You're not going to drop dead when you get the bill, either. Call or schedule an appointment, 701-757-0287 or online at thunderrays.com. And check out Thunder Rays Auto Repair on Facebook. May 22nd, put this down in your calendar. Thunder Rays having a big parts and swap meet from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. There's going to be food trucks there. You want to reserve a spot, it's only $10. Call them up. Thunder Rays Auto, 2315 North Washington Street in Grand Forks. New auto repair shop in town. It's Thunder Rays. Well, if you have any questions or comments for Ryan Flayton, Chad Hopp, or myself, feel free to call or text our number 701-213-0863. Again, 701-213-0863. All right, before we get going, it is time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Oh, Jokes. best part yep. of the day yep. right yep. here. Yep, Okay. Uh, you know, my doctor said since I'm overweight, I should do something daily that gets me out of breath. <laughs> yeah, he says, yeah, you know, John, you're a little overweight. You should probably do something right. every day to get you out of breath. So I started smoking. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think of that one, Paul? I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I smoked for 15 years, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I was never thinner. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I was a three-pack-a-day guy, and it was if you only had a little bit of money left, it's okay, do I buy lunch or do I buy cigarettes? And, of course, uh, I bought the cigarettes. So I was going to ask, it. how do you get thinner than you right now? <laughs> if you didn't hear that, he said crack. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Ryan Flayton, welcome to this madhouse. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, man? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Yep. Oh, what's he doing there? I don't know. He's... I just totally killed the beat. Something happened. I hit the wrong thing. We'll be back on here in a second. There we go. Yeah, live video has ended. Good job. Yeah, my bad. So we got to start this all over again or what? No, I just got to hit this. We got to hit now. Okay, oh. tell me when we're good here. Man, that's a pretty car in the background there. Man, was that dumb of me. Let me put this one away. That way for me. Okay. Okay, we should be back online. All right. Uh, hey, I think we're back. Welcome to Dirty Thursday. Let's do this again. Yay! <laughs> It's our first day. Ryan, how are you, man? Not too bad. Yeah, now we're back up. You know, if uh, anybody that's been around racing forever, uh, they know who you are. But uh, first up, before we get into the dirt here, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, there's not much to tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, you married kids, any of that fun stuff? Any dogs, cats, uh, rabbits? I am married. Uh, wife, two kids, boy and girl. Uh, just the old perfect American family, I guess. <laughs> perfect American family. Uh, what do you do for a living? Uh, plumbing and heating. I work for Custom Air here in Grand Forks. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, uh, you were the guy that did all the uh, ductwork in my house, and uh, you did a spectacular job. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're still pretty good at something there. Yeah, well, we 
try. <laughs> um, we're going we're gonna to talk more with Ryan Flayton, but there's a couple of things we need to talk about first. Uh, some schedules at the local tracks, River City Speedway tomorrow, uh, AFCO Race of Champions. Uh, we got late models, A mods, Midwest mods, street stocks. Uh, Saturday, Devil's Lake. Power Lucas Oil Lightning Sprints are going to be there. Street Stocks, and I'm not all sure who's at Devil's Lake this Saturday. Do you know? That's Premier, Premier Racing Series, so you're going to have your Trophy Class, Midwest Mods, Street Stocks, Piers, and the Lightning Sprints are going to be there this weekend. All right. And That's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, Buffalo River. Buffalo uh, River. That? Hey, shoot out. They get things rolling again after your year off this Sunday, May yeah. 16th. They got the IMCA Mods, IMCA Sport Mods, IMCA Hobby Stock, Short Trackers, and Limited Late Models. What is a limited late model? I, I, Ryan, that's a good question for you. Well, that's one of the things I haven't driven, so I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, mean, I, I have never it, seen one. I mean, I've heard about them, but I've never seen one. Yeah, I, I guess it's a late model that's limited. Uh, limited and yeah well, <laughs> jason calls me early this week he's like hey you know make sure yeah we're we're live this weekend we're going for opening i said we well, you know we got oh, you yeah, yeah, i got your back me. buddy yeah called me too yeah. messaged me texted me <laughs> like hey relax jason we got you we got you yeah. and, and now i got your yeah. schedule too jason thanks you for watch the email, out, buddy. by the way yeah uh let's get back to business here ryan yeah. flighton in the studio uh, ryan how old are you again I just turned 44. And you raced for how many years? 22. 22. So you retired at what, like 42? Yeah, yeah, it was what, seven, 2017 was my last year. Wow. So. Um, what made you decide to just say I've had enough? I just woke up one morning and said I didn't want to be married to it anymore. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much what it was. And, you know, anybody that's in this race game knows you're either all in or... Yeah, you're either all in or buy yourself another car so you can race two of them every night. <laughs> Talk about me and married to it, oh man. Oh, my gosh. Um, how did you get your start? Uh, my dad bought me a go-kart back in 1989, and we started with that. Um, when I started, we used to actually race carts on the quarter mile at Grand Forks. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. So that's where I got my start. We did that for one year, and then uh, Amarato built that track. Yep. Went and ran there for a few, and... I mean, it was something I always knew I wanted to do. Um, I've been a fan. My old man, he used to race mm -hmm. back in the day, and I never got a chance to watch him. He was done when I came around. So so it was just all hearsay uh, with your old man. You, I, I suppose you had to hear it your whole life, too. Man, I remember running against your dad. Uh, no, I, I didn't hear it. Well, right away when I was younger, um, he kind of stayed away from it, mm -hmm. just, I suppose, so he didn't get sucked back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, so I wasn't, I mean, we always went as kids, but not a, not a ton of hanging out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, we're going to talk more with that, but uh, one thing I forgot to mention, uh, oh, yeah. in fact, if you see my hat today, I'm wearing the Forks Carding Association hat. Uh, they got their yearly raffle tickets are for sale now, and I've got a whole book for them here at the studios. But uh, something book. you might want to think about, $10 for a ticket, they're going to have 15 $100 prizes. Ooh. They're going to have five $250 prizes. Three $500 prizes and one $1,000 prize. Uh, the drawing will be July 1st, right here, live on Grand Forks Best Source on the podcast on a Dirty Thursday. So uh, help out the Forks Carding Association. Man, they've been over there doing a ton of work, and they, uh, they got that thing all ready to go. They've been like. doing a lot of work, and then on top of that, 
one thing on there. If you win once, like say you win the 250, your name goes back in again to win more money. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, so that's just the start. So it's 10 bucks investment helping out a local racetrack that we have here going. Um, and then you're, you you can earn up to maybe a thousand plus yeah. more. Yeah. So and that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, get on support that. That's pretty neat. Absolutely. Did you hot lap or test a tr- uh, sprint car this year, Ryan? I did. Oh! I did. <laughs> How'd that feel? Uh, just like it used to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. a funny story about that. Uh, I was back in the pits for that yeah. test in tune. And here comes old Rhino with a very fast walk. And, and a he's big got old this, smile. Oh, he had this grin on his face that was bigger than his head. <laughs> and, and he's got his race suit and, and his shoes and his helmet and everything. And I'm like, old Ryan Flayton, he probably keeps that stuff in the trunk for a special occasion like this. But <laughs> tell us, you, you already have this figured out. You didn't run home to get the stuff and you don't keep it in your trunk, or do you? No, no, I don't. Um, actually, I've kind of been wrenching for Shane Romling a little bit on some of the out-of-town shows uh, <laughs> since I'm working at the track on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, no, we were just kind of talking about stuff. And um, his loose and my loose, when I watched the car, were kind of two different things. And mm-hmm. so uh, he, he had made the comment one night last year, it'd be fun if you'd take it out and drive it. And just, you know, we could compare notes a little bit. And so I'm like, hey, anytime, I'm yeah, in. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that testing tune came about. And then he said, hey, are you... Were you serious about that? You want to drive it? And I'm like, absolutely. So yeah. I had my stuff just in case. I ne- never got my hopes up too much just in case. But, yeah, he pulled through and let, let us take it for a couple laps. Well, so. I'm going to be honest with you. You looked like a kid in Christmas morning when you were walking <laughs> through the pits. And, and obviously, <laughs> your loose is a little bit different loose than Romling's because you didn't smack the wall on that test in tune. But I believe Shane, uh, he, he might have dirtied it up a little bit. Uh, he did, but to be fair, I was up in the stand work, um, working for the track at the time. Uh, it, it was fresh racetrack. It, it was. was it was. And, and, and he's not the only one that hit the wall there. Quite a few guys did in that first probably 15 or 20 minutes. So. Sure. Um, and we did get yeah. an answer, by the way, on the uh, limited late models. Thanks to uh, Corey Lawson and Amanda Joe. Limited runs a smaller motor. Okay. Smaller motor. Limited. Motor. Limited, limited horsepower. Late model. Limited. There you go. <laughs> We're gonna that's our limited. Limited. We're gonna say that all day. Limited. <laughs> Tested and tried. There you go. Uh Ryan, you are one of those guys uh did you start what was your first big car? Uh it was a super stock okay. nineteen ninety five. They didn't have a street class in Grand Forks when I started, so we started right off in the super stock. Mm-hmm. So. And how many years did you run that super stock? Uh, 99 was my last year. So I guess what, four years. Okay. And then what was next? Um, then I decided that I thought I was late model material. So we went and bought one of them. (laughs) (laughs) And, and how did that go for you? You know, it it was, it was fun. It's a great group of guys. It was fun to hang out with them. Um, I just, it, for my life, it wasn't the right time. It was a timing issue. And, I, I had bought a house. We were having the first kid. We were doing all that stuff. And I just tried to make too much work at one time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you bit off more than you could chew then, you would say. Yes. I mean, because you, you had a bunch of stuff going on in your personal life, let alone your hobby. Yep. Yeah. And yep. you take on a brand new class like that and try to be competitive. It takes a lot of work. Right. So, yeah. And, and right. we did fare, to be honest. I mean, you right. know, I mean it, was, it was all right. It just wasn't, you know, I made the move the same time Brad Sang did. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, right. it's like, yeah, you just kind of obviously competing against the best you know yep. sites had yep. just made the move the year before so 
Um, was it a big jump going from that super stock to the late model for you? I mean, it was faster, but the cars handled so much better that, I mean, race-wise, it ended up being, mm -hmm. it, it was all right. And then you go from the late model, you decide, well, do I focus on the family or do I get out of this late model? Hey, let's go to a street stock. Is that how that worked? Well, to be fair, uh, when I moved to the late model, I moved to the streetcar at the same time. Oh. Um, we okay. built a, uh, it was a 72 Nova. We built into a streeter, and it was for a buddy of mine, and he ended up, things happened in his life to where he couldn't race it, and so there we were stuck with a car sitting there, and it had my old super stock engine and stuff in it, and so it was like, all right, I'll race both. Right? <laughs> so you did do both. Yep, I did Holy double duty. Holy cow. And when people, when guys do double duty, that blows my uh, mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, especially back then, where the heats and the features were they pretty much close together? Yeah. So were you climbing out of one car and climbing in the other one? And there was the super stocks in between. Okay. So, yeah, because the streeters were first out, then supers, then late. So it, it always worked out perfect. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. You see, you see some of those like. John Halverson now. Yep. He's got to make sure his other cars. Now he's got three, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's running the late model. He's running a, a mod. Now he's running a Midwest mod. And then now he's running his streeter. And uh, it seems like every time you get out, you're always waiting. Uh, we're waiting for one more car out there. Right. right. Well, you're, the, you're one of the officials. And you're like, yeah, he's coming. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's very frustrating. Yes. And, yeah. And that's why uh, I, I'm glad that I always had that class in between when I the did The buffer it. area. Yeah. That's huge. You then decided to dabble in the sprint cars. Uh, what made you decide? How did you end up running a sprint car? Well, in, 90, in 92 and 93, I actually pitted for uh, Sonny Mack and Wayne Anderson. Mm -hmm. And uh, I always was a big sprint car fan and especially Sonny Mack fan. And I uh, always wanted to do it. Well, in 2003 or four, I don't remember, um, we had won the feature out in Devil's Lake, and Do the sprints were there, and Dalmeyer mm -hmm. won the feature at the same time. Well, Devil's Lake used to let you play around mm -hmm. yeah. after the races were over. And so Mike Dobmeyer knew I wanted to do it. So he's like, hey, take our car out on the racetrack. So I went out there, and then in Jeff Liebrick or, and mm -hmm. Mike Johnson's car, Dale Skitlin had crawled in that. And the two of us went out there, and we were messing around and kept getting a little faster and a little faster and have a little more fun. And pretty soon Mike walks out onto the track. And he's like, okay, guys, you're done. <laughs> yeah. you're done we want to go home. <laughs> Be nice to go home if we had a race car to load up. Right? Yeah. Don't so, burn it up for me. Right. And yeah. so I always, I mean, from that point on, I was like, all right, this is where I'm headed. I want to do this. And uh, so I just kept stashing money away. And then, yeah, 2007 came along and, there it was. I had enough to where I thought I could do it. So, Where did that uh, first sprint car chassis come from for you? It was uh, Gary Bridgeford's old car. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. And was that a big learning curve, working on that compared to what you were used to? Yeah, that's a learning curve that I probably never really learned. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're still learning, I guess yeah, you'd absolutely. say, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you look at all those, all those cars that you've, you've been in and sat in, what was like the, most, like the most fun you've ever had in one? Yeah, that would be the sprint car. Sprint car for uh, it, sure. Yeah, they are a blast to drive. Yeah. I mean, that just is, uh, blows my mind sometimes when guys are going in the corner 100 miles an hour and they turn it sideways and they're drip. I mean, that's just, it's crazy to think that if and all that power is between your legs. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's another pucker factor. Yeah, there. well, the, the pucker factor to me is that drive shaft <laughs> yeah, right between your legs. <laughs> that, you look at that thing and you just go, oh, man, I don't know about that. You look the race suit, that's why you have those race suits snug and yeah. not baggy, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hold on. I hear a bunch of sexual innuendos there. Oh, no, you, <laughs> no, it, it's a drive shaft. <laughs> a powerful drive shaft yeah. between his legs. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a drive shaft. Just a drive shaft. Just a drive shaft. Don't think it's just a shaft. It's a drive shaft. It's a shaft that drives. <laughs> That's right. Something, right? Yeah, there we, there we go again. <laughs> Ryan Flayton in the studio along with uh, the Bullring Boys, Chad Hoff, of course, here. Uh, you know what? If you need an oil change and you need one fast, maybe you're leaving town. I tell you what, uh, no basic wait time at all uh, if you go to Valvoline Instant Oil Change. You can drive up. That's what I do. I drive right up to the door. And I've never, ever, if I had to wait, you, you go right in. I sit in the vehicle uh, while they do all the work. Uh, if you want to shop at Best Buy or Target, you can do that. They're right there. But uh, while they're doing that, they're going to check your cabin air filter, your blades, your wiper blades, your head and your taillights, your battery, your tires, your fluids. Uh, I tell you what, they can also do tranny and coolant flushes. You don't need an appointment. That's the great thing about it. It's timely service that won't slow you down. You can sit in your vehicle. But here's one thing you need to remember. Mention Grand Forks Best Source, and they'll give you $7 savings on your oil change. If you can't leave work and you're in Grand Forks, they'll come and pick your vehicle up, too. They're locally owned and operated, and they are open seven days a week. And, yes, they are very fast. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 3325 South 38th Street, or call 701-780-8462. But make sure you tell them that Grand Forks Best Source sent you. Yeah. So you can see uh, we're messing around now with the uh, green screen behind us. In I'm fact, just going to say that. That's the sprint car now. There's the sprint car right there with... John Roberts' big head in the way. Yep. Don't a little bit. Don't move so much. You might pull a muscle. I think I already did. <laughs> One. <laughs> I'm going to keep his volume down. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing we notice, uh, Ryan, on, on most of your cars, uh, yep. and this was a question I was going to ask you a while ago or later on in the show, but um, tell you what, you had uh, Strata Corporation with you on your cars for a long time. How did that deal work out for you uh my dad actually worked for strata okay. back in the day and then uh i did too um last year of high school and a couple of years out of high school i worked for them uh super company i mean uh jim bradshaw and jerry Brorby mm. were the two that i dealt with and on all this and they they pretty much were hey, as long as you're doing this we're gonna help you out and and they always did yeah they were with us the entire career from 89 in the carts actually they were on all the way through to the end so how important is it knowing that you've got a sponsor that's willing to stick with you through thick or thin oh, oh it's very important i mean it's it's a good deal i mean yeah, you know most of these racers they're going to do it no matter what but. right right i mean it helps having yeah. a little financial support behind you though absolutely um i want to go back to the uh throwback car there we go the what? one on the screen now and i'm i'm gonna duck and get out of the way because i love this car all right all right there goes john a little bit more john yeah okay a little bit let it i'm just messing i'm just messing with you now that was funny <laughs> sorry tell us tell us about this car that is a pretty car well, um, well, 2014, it was a sprint car deal. I had bought a new car and wrecked it. And so that pretty much ended the season in 14. Well, I had a cousin who had this 55 Chevy sitting out in a pasture, and it was junk. I mean, you couldn't even fix it. It was that bad. And so I was like, all right, I'll take it. I got an idea. And I always wanted to build one to make it look cool. You've seen, yeah. you know, I've seen them like in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. and so, some that were down south, you'll see them once in a while. But nobody around here had really done it. And so I thought, all right. This is what I'm going to do. So, yeah, my garage was off limits for a while. I wasn't letting anybody know. I right. wanted to keep it a secret until uh, until it was done. And 
Yeah. Now that that That's car awesome. kind of had a little meaning to you too, didn't you? Uh, didn't the old man used to race something similar to that? Yep, yep. I've got the pictures. Of, uh, like I said earlier, I never got to see him race it, but uh, he he used to race a '57 Chevy, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was. You know, I, I still remember uh, this night uh, because I did the interview down at RideOutCar.com Victory Lane, and I know you were amazed. Uh, that thing had to have been like driving a tank around the racetrack because there's nothing light about that car, is there? No, no, that's why it didn't make the whole season. Um, <laughs> it, it was heavy. Mm-hmm. Just the roof alone was way too heavy. And, you know, we tried some stuff. It just it had too much roll in the corner just because you had all that weight. Yep, yep. And, uh, yeah, it looked good, but it just wasn't feasible for we lucked out we won a couple with it but it was uh as soon as i switched over and put the old body back on then we then we had a real good season. right right you couldn't find uh knockoff 55 chevy body panels for that thing oh i probably could have <laughs> but i had done it it was over it right. was time to move on question would be now did you keep that body well you guys don't know it's it's at the racetrack mm-hmm. i just said i missed it mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, down in the concession stand. It's, oh, is it yeah, really? It's, it's yep. up on top. They yep. put it up there. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's uh, it's still sitting there, and I keep uh, telling Darren, you know, one day you're going to it, come, it's going to be gone. Because yeah, I'll, yeah. <laughs> you're going to take it back. <laughs> now he's not racing anymore, so he's maybe going to build a big man cave. I don't well, know. Yeah. I think, it's, I, think, I think that's really cool when you go to the racetrack and you get to see all those panels. Like, they got a bunch inside the employee room to where they're they're gathering them scott does a great job of trying to get racers to give them these panels mm-hmm. and oh by the way hi scott they say we don't say hi to these guys enough hi to all the concession stand workers yeah. and scotty iverson scotty there iverson you go. here let's give them yeah let's give them a round of applause <laughs> tell you what i had uh, had the brisket sandwich there yeah on friday night with cheese Oh my gosh! Really? Oh, is that good? Was yeah. it, it? You know what was awesome? Speaking of now, we got enough course now because we're talking about food, and you, you got me on food. Um, the far out nuts. Oh God, I forgot about the far out nuts. The far out. I mean, and no, the, this isn't like a drive shaft thing. Yeah, here. this um, is this is not dirty at all, Paul. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had I had the. <laughs> all he heard. See, all that whole conversation. We're talking about food. All he heard was nuts. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's a different problem in itself. Did you try? Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Because they had did. sunflower nuts and almonds. They weren't too salty either. There's more cinnamon. No. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the sunflower nuts, they, yeah. were, they were like cocoa pebbles. Oh, they were so good. Oh, they were good. They were so good. You would have loved those nuts, Paul. You would have loved them. Yeah. Both yeah. of them. Both of them. Yeah. yeah. Almonds and the sunflower seeds. Oh, we're talking geez. about... God. <laughs> My mouth. What's that? Next time I'm there, I'll have to be sure to put a pear in my mouth. <laughs> She'd almost get a jar for that. Oh, my goodness. Can we add them to this? That's hilarious. Hey, you got some stuff, cool stuff coming in, Ryan, on the old talking here. Uh, Tom Corcoran says, was it, Ryan was a great addition to every class he ran. Yeah, I, so. I'll tell you, that was one of the things that was pretty cool. Tommy Corcoran and Kevin Thompson were two really big heroes of mine when i was a kid and yeah when i bought that late model and pulled on the racetrack and them two guys were next to me that was like okay yeah this is that neat something yeah it was i I, I refer back to this last time where a brendan mullen won and he was driving around his cool down lap and wade nygar pulls up beside him and jack you know all those guys Mm -hmm. pull up beside him and I, i just asked him how cool is that you know 
to come in and congratulate him his first win, and you get all these veterans that are just right there with him. Omdahl drove up, mm-hmm. you know, so that was pretty cool. But you got to be careful some of these comments because, you know, Ryan is an official <laughs> at the racetrack, no kiss-assing. So just because you guys think he's, you know, just saying – Corner two is still his evil eye over there. Yeah. So that's yeah. where he's at, right? You're at corner two yeah, still, right? Yeah, corner two. Yeah. Um, Sharing up there. Got a few more texts. Yeah. Uh, Eric Rice says, Ryan, get back on the track. <laughs> Robin Anderson, it's called Dirty Thursday for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, so, she's probably hearing the laughter next door. Yeah, Jesus is uh, yeah. chirping in. Uh, you Whoa, said, no you way. Said pucker factor again, Chad. I, You're I flirting did. with disaster. <laughs> <laughs> We also, uh, because this is an anomaly, yeah. we have uh, Kevin. He said, Ryan's a great guy, and he commented that from YouTube. So we have somebody watching us from YouTube. So hey, that's kind of cool. Yeah, right on there. More applause. We'll take that. Hey, Absolutely. thanks guys for tuning, tuning in today. That's awesome. Uh, you know, next on your list of racing accomplishments, I would think, and, and I, right now, as I sit here, think you're a shoe in, but. Uh, you ever have any thoughts about uh, River City Hall of Fame? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There, there's, a, there's a lot of really good guys that uh, need to get in there before me. I know that. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's, that's very humble of you saying that. But everybody deserves a spot, you know, depending on how much. And now that you're, you're not gone from racing. Right. You know, you're, you haven't just upped and left the sport and been like, you know what, I'm done. I mean, you're still there every Friday night. I see you in Devil's Lake when, when Nose is there on, on Saturday nights because you're there helping. I mean, you still put on miles for these guys. Yeah. Um, and so that, I, I hope that doesn't go unnoticed because put, you put the time in. You know what I mean? And it does, it does reflect on that works. Yeah. Um, what do you do at River City Speedway now? What is, what is your official title? Well, it was, it was funny. After I retired, uh, the very first night without a car, I walked into the pits and just figured I'd walk around and watch because I'm, I'm a fan first, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, yeah, I seen Lon Casager and they didn't have a scale guy. So he's like, uh, yeah, all right, jump on the scale. <laughs> so that's what we did. I started as a scale guy and that lasted about two weeks and then I was in the tower. So You're in the tower. So you're making some of the calls out there. Yeah, yeah, some. Very few. Sorry, we're playing on the what side. The, what the hell are you laughing at? Well, he moved my damn microphone so he could see my face, and nobody wants to see this thing, so I'm back behind it again. <laughs> jerk. If, it's not, if he's not poking me in the face with, nah, this is getting nasty. I'm going to stop right there. I'm done. Yeah, he has, has he pulled out that poker stick yet? Yeah. yeah. No, I'd, how long have you been up in the stand, though, up in that, up in that turn two? Uh, well, just is in turn two only since Brandon Burke quit. He kind of was the guy that was in two, and then I was down in three for a year and a half, and now I've just been there last season and this season. Yeah, and that's still that's still got to be pretty fun for you, though, even to watch. And and oh. I, I I wish I could have a whole. Not, oh, that's why you were smiling and laughing <laughs> right there. <laughs> Golly, um. I would love to have an official headset on some nights and just listen to the banter back and forth because yeah. I know these guys banter. Mm-hmm. 100%. You can't lie to me and say you don't. Uh, I, I, you yeah, gotta, sometimes it is, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, there's a lot more stuff I want to say on there, but so far <laughs> I'm keeping my mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, how hard is it to bite your tongue sometimes? Uh, I'm, I'm usually bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you used to help out on the sites team two years ago or 
John Seitz, did you do any work with his team? No. Okay, maybe I just read this one wrong. What? Uh, it says uh, Ronald Leroy Olson, class act when worked on Seitz team. Always great guy to be around and always was there to help. So Ron must have worked on the Seitz yes, team. Yes, Ron there did. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, back in the super stock days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Was- yeah, Robin also put on there, too, that loved when Ryan ran with us in the late mono class. It was great getting to know the family, and they still are a great family. So that's pretty cool, too. <laughs> I mean, it, it's got to feel good, and that's what the best part about this is that when everybody's starting to uh, bring on this stuff, and, and and you're hearing all these kind words to you, I mean, that's got to feel something good to you, too, that you actually... You made an impact of these guys' lives. Well, it, it costed me a lot of money to get them to say it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's revert back to just delete my no, statement. I just no, said, yeah. yeah, no, it is. It's, it's awesome. I mean, it, it really is. It's fun to look at that. And, right. Well, everybody, now, the beautiful part about this show that we've done is that you're bringing up memories of everything mm-hmm. that happened in racing. Mm-hmm. And so now all these guests we've had on here, you know, you look at Kevin Pappenfuss having him on here. I mean, how many he could have been here for hours, him and Jeff. Absolutely. Well, or at least until we ran out of beer. Well, right. right. <laughs> I mean, it just it brings up all those memories again for you. And that's what's happening here is everybody's bringing up memories again. And so I, that's just that's so cool to remember that. Yeah, because I wasn't you know, I'm not the OG guy, a, a part of River City is the whole time. And now learning about all this stuff is just so cool The how much. We say that this is a racing family. How much it's like that? It's been like that for years. Mm. Yes, I mean, so it's just it's just neat. You know, we talk to so many different race car drivers, and and you know, everybody can say the good things they want to about everybody else, but you always get that little grumbling. You know, well, off the record. we don't hear that when we talk about Ryan Flayton. And this is a question I ask almost everybody. Uh, because I got a feeling I'm going to know the answer, but uh, was there anybody that you refused to pit next to? Somebody you just didn't like, you guys didn't get along. Um, maybe if you could, you'd drag them all behind the trailer after the show and, and knock the crap out of them, or was that not <laughs> the case with Ryan Flayton? Oh, I mean, there's... <laughs> what, what do you say? I don't... What do you say? Dobmeyer. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dobmeyer. Yeah, that damn Dobmeyer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, really, I didn't. I mean, you obviously every night you'll have guys here and there that you don't get along with, but I never, never anything that carried over. Mm-hmm. One um, of those things you maybe talk a little bit after the race and, and iron it out and go, okay, we'll see you next week. Yep. There, there's been a few guys that have made comments and, and, and just been asses, honestly. But right. uh, like the one that really sticks out for me and my pit guys still talk about this, Minot, 2007. It was my first time in a sprint car. We get to Minot. It's dry. I mean, it's perfect for me. And we just were tooling around. We're picking guys off one at a time. And there was a bunch of cautions. And they ended up, guys started running out of fuel. And long, mm-hmm. long story short, we end up in the top five. Well, the top five would have to roll into the infield. So we roll in there. And this guy, the one individual, he's like, what are you doing here? This is for the top five, dumbass. And I said, yeah, I know. That's why I'm here. And, and <laughs> you know, I mean, it was just like, yeah, it's a, I don't know. There's been, there's a few that are just that way. Right. But, uh, you know, for the, for the most part, uh, everybody else, I mean, I think Linnell won that race and, uh, Nikitanko was there and they're all just like, whoa, this is awesome that you mm-hmm. made it. You know, yeah. most people are pretty cool about it. But. Yeah. Thankful for you to make the trek. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, I just, I, I've known you for a couple of years now. I don't see you the guy to get the pissed off throwing no, punches. No, I, I just don't see that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I will admit I have heard him grumble. 
Right, and, oh, and, and moan and groan about I, things I can, before, I can, but... Yeah, I can complain with the best of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Brian Kuntz says 5-0 needs to get back on the track. Travis Sterandell, wish I could have gotten the opportunity to race against Ryan. Great guy and driver in our sport. Still running the gears he sold me when we started three years ago. Uh, <laughs> well, Kevin Pappenfuss says Ryan hated me. He never parked by me. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I, I think it'd be pretty tough to hate Kevin. Oh, absolutely. No, I, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Kevin's great. Um, yeah, he's got that Facebook site uh, mm-hmm. where we put a bunch of old history and stuff yeah. on there, and I, I want to post more. I just time. <laughs> yeah, you know, those oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, those guys used to get together. Uh, I managed to get together with them a couple of times. I don't know if they've done it recently, probably since the pandemic, but have you ever got to sit down with these guys when they – they got that group that gets together wherever. Uh, yep. We were out of Bruce's shop one time, and I think we were at the Eagles another time. But yep. isn't that a blast? Oh, it absolutely you is. You know, some of these guys, I didn't even get a chance to really watch race uh, very often. Um, but just sitting back and listening to the history of these guys is something. Yep. Oh, absolutely. I could sit there and listen all day long. Oh, uh, man. Um, at Bruce's shop, the last one, uh, Gordy Lancaster showed up. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you know Gordy, but uh, yeah, I mean, he raced there for years. He was another one that was just, I could just sit and listen to him all day long. Yeah, right. Um, That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. You ever have, uh, what would you consider to be your very best night at a track? I don't care what track. Um, it, it'd probably be uh, River City's one year. They had what they called the Gold Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was in 2006. They, uh, we raced just two features. There was no heats. You showed up, you drew for where you started the first feature, and then wherever you finished that one, they started the second feature backwards. Well, we got second in the first feature, so we started, and they had 25 streeters show up that night. Well, I raced all the way back to second again, and we ended up winning the gold cup. And so I come in, and everybody's like, oh, that's great. You passed so many cars. Everything was going good. And that will never be done again. And then John Seitz goes out and starts dead last in the late model feature and wins, wins it. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, I got to hold that for a good Thanks, half Johnny. hour. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, 20 minutes of fame, you yeah, bet. Yeah. yeah. But that was probably one of the best nights, I guess. Um, you know, I, I didn't look back into the history, but uh, have you got any track championships uh, anywhere? Uh, yeah. Uh, Devil's Lake, uh, 2003 and four. Grand Forks, 2003 and four. And then my first one was Botno in the Super Stocks in 99. Botno. Man, that's yeah. a long haul to go racing all that's, the time. It was. It was. Thunder was, Mountain. I, yeah, I love that track. It was yeah. it was a blast. That, and to be fair, the only reason we won that one, they used to run a 12 show. It was only 12 shows. Right. And that was it. And uh, Brad Sang didn't show up to the first one. Oh. And we did. We won the first one, and then he he won every single one. I think after that, and it, it came right down to the end. And I ended up Perfect. ended up getting it. But all right, that, I, yeah. I, I just uh, I what? just got my message from the hospital. Uh, procedure is now started. Your friend, family member, is doing well. Uh, my wife's on the operating table right now. So, <laughs> but well, Dirty Thursday is important. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she's going to be fine. All right, Lori. Uh, don't I got look at you. Me that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a minor thing they're doing. Oh, okay. So. All right. All right. Uh, we talk- I, have, I have a bunch of minor procedures happening all the time, too, <laughs> according to Facebook. You do? Yeah. <laughs> a bunch. And, and, and you heal up really quick. Oh, it's super I mean, you quick. You just bounce right I'm back. a super healer, man. It's just, you know what happens. Super healer. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm having another procedure. Chad's gone from Devil's Leg. Must be another procedure. <laughs> Yeah. I never said that, by the way. Saturday. No, no, I wasn't. No, it was Jesus. No, uh, and, yeah. and you missed a very chilly night Saturday. 
Uh, very exciting too. Yeah, the racing was phenomenal. Um, I, the last two years I've been there, I've not seen a bad night of racing yet. It right. was just cold out, but um, tell you what, Nolan was out there working his butt off on that track. Yeah, and uh, it was really good. Uh, he did a fantastic job on it. And and I tell you what, as soon as the races are done. You walk into the bar in the restaurant. Of course, that was packed, but oh, that's the beauty sure. of that place. You can sit inside and watch the racing. But, yeah, another uh, great event, uh, great show, Devil's Lake Speedway. Uh, hats off to you guys. Back with Ryan Flayton. Ryan, we talked about your best night at the track. How about a worst night? Have you got one, two, three of them? Uh, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I uh, definitely have a worst. That was uh, <laughs> I bought a brand-new sprint car from Ryan Grindy. Everything was new. I finally got a 410 engine because I always ran a 360 all mm-hmm. the years, and yeah, we go out for the heat race, the very first pulling on the racetrack, and I got bumped into. And so down the back stretch, I kind of checked, and steering seemed okay. So I got back in it, and then, yeah, the steering arm broke coming out of four. So I thought, all right, we're just going to hit the wall. No big deal. I hit that opening just right. Oh. And then, yeah, it, was, it killed the engine. It's funny, you know, the, I hadn't been over before until that. And then everybody talks about how slow it goes. Boy, they're right, because it was... You know, as soon as it hit the wall, it killed the engine, and it was just quiet, and I see ground sky, ground sky, and still hadn't hit anything, and it was like, oh, boy, this is going to be something. <laughs> it was. Golly. Did it hurt? Uh, it didn't hurt so much, no, but it was, it hurt the wallet. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. And, and, and how do, did the wife see it? I mean. No, she wasn't there, so that was that was a very good thing. That was probably the yeah, saving grace yeah. part of it. Yep. I was going <laughs> to say, because then you got to go home, or if your wife is at the racetrack, oh and gosh. they see all that stuff, and oh, man. She, he'd walk in the door, and the first words out of her mouth be, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. I'm parking my car in the garage again. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, who helped you on your car? I mean, you must have had a long list of guys throughout the years, or was it basically just you? Um, no, we had a pretty small crew. I mean, obviously my dad was there all the time. I mean, he's always been there for everything. And, uh, Corey Olson was another one. He was a former driver. He ran back in the hobby stock days and he was pretty much there the, my entire career too, mm-hmm. up until I quit. Uh, and then, you know, there's a couple other guys, Brian Bork, Nathan Weslowski, Brian Coons. He helped us for a while. I mean, yeah, we, I, it was just a bunch of good guys. Now your dad introduced himself to me one night see if i can remember this is he a guitar player he is um he, he was jamming with a couple of other guys at the the columbian club the knights of columbus yep <laughs> and, and and i was sitting there i mean i'm digging the music you know they're they're good and and so i'm like hey who are you guys you know and he goes well he introduced himself and i'm like no way <laughs> i didn't I, I had no idea that, that that was your dad but uh do you have an, a musical bone in your body not a one not a one huh? <laughs> <laughs> i thought he was gonna say something about musical bone right you know in yeah. your body no, no, no. He, he he walked around the corner i don't think you heard it 100 oh. <laughs> but that'd have been funny um yeah. d- is your dad still jamming oh yeah he's still at it uh the covid thing slowed him down because they couldn't play anywhere but uh right. yeah no he's still Pretty much any time I go over there, he's jamming out in the room. So that's mm-hmm. cool. And, and you've never thought about picking up a six string and maybe getting a few free lessons from the old man? Well, yeah, no, the race car pretty much took all my mm-hmm. time. So. Right. Yep. That, that's, you know, that's one thing I wish I'd have done more. Um, I, I was going to school for the longest time to be a music teacher. Oh, okay. And uh, I got out, of, I just got burnt out. I was spending nine, 12 hours a day practicing trombone, uh, doing stuff with the choir, all that stuff. Got burnt out. If, and I played piano. If you put me in front of piano now, 
because I, I haven't touched it since. It pisses my mom off to this day. Um, I, I, wouldn't, I probably wouldn't even know how to do it. So that's one thing, I, you know, if you could dabble in it and have some fun, that just make sure to keep on practicing. Yeah, and you know, if you can learn how to play piano, it's a lot easier to learn how to play other instruments. Because, oh, very much uh, you so. got the music reading thing. I, I, I was a bass player, oh, really but quick? Uh, I gave that up too. Yeah, well. Oh, well, I was, I was going to say, I mean, I, uh, I'm not sure about your piano lessons but I, I heard that you're really good at playing the skin flute oh boy here we go <laughs> <laughs> ryan it's not funny this, thing, wow, this wow. thing is turning into a whole different beast, this is a different it? dirty thursday i've ever been a part of yeah and, and i always thought for sure he said something about my trombone <laughs> but he didn't say anything about my trombone we're gonna have to get a whole new damn jar here <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is that is awesome. Yeah. Um, you also had uh, we we touched on Strata, but yes. uh, you had some sponsors on your car too. Uh, not just Strata that were with you for quite a while. Yep, absolutely. Uh, B and M Masonry Plaza Jewelers. He helped us out for years. Um, Hebron Brick was on there. That was uh yeah. Then were the ones that were there for quite a while mm-hmm. and then custom air obviously helped sure. us as well right yep yeah um by the way kevin papenfuss says ryan will be in the hall of fame he deserves it and and there uh, you go thanks i kevin. mean that's something i've been saying <laughs> for a long ever since watching you race um it, it, i was actually very disappointed uh when you told me you were done i i didn't want to believe it i didn't want to <laughs> hear it because uh, you know let's face it i've heard that from race car drivers before yeah you always end up most of the time see him coming back. Yeah. Uh, but no, Ryan, you, you kind of stuck to your word and I'm still kind of pissed about it. But <laughs> well, I think in, in our, what we do, we try really hard not to be, but it's tough, ty- tough sometimes not to be a fan mm-hmm. of certain drivers. And then when you see him leave, you're like, oh, come on. Really? Yeah, right, right. And that's, that's where it's at, you mm-hmm. know? And so you, it's really hard, you know, not to, especially down in Victory Lane, if it's somebody that I was like, all right, you know, cool. Like being down there with Brendan this last weekend was very emotional. Oh, yeah. And I was, I was just as pumped up as he was, I think. And we were <laughs> hugging each other. And, you know, so it did see somebody that you've watched. I, I unfortunately didn't get to watch race. Um, but to see somebody you watch race and, and interview him in Victory Lane and then all of a sudden see him just retire. And we don't, I don't call it quitting. Mm-hmm. He retired from it. Um, and for good reason, you know, for sure. family side stuff. Mm-hmm. It's tough as the announcer, you'd be like, God, I just miss seeing that car. Oh, yeah, right. Um, back to what you were saying on that. Uh, the night that Jory Berg won his first one in Grand Forks, mm-hmm. I was in the flag stand that night. And, yeah, like, as a driver, I never get to be there to see how other people yeah, react. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. boy, I'll tell you what, that was, that was worth every. I'm so glad I was in the flag stand that night. I mean, he was so excited and yeah. just to watch mm-hmm. that and see it. It was like, man, this is great. And, and this is yeah. something I've said before, and I know Chad will agree with me. Uh, we have interviewed, I mean, you think about it, I've interviewed Kinzer, Shots, you know, Rusty Wallace. I mean, um, Casey uh, Kane, these Kyle guys. Larson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would still rather interview that first time winner at River City Speedway. 100%. Because, uh, I mean, I've had, I've interviewed some guys up there that have cried. Yep. Um, <laughs> I've interviewed guys up there that I swear to God peed their pants during the interview. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because they are so keyed up. And, and that brings me to last Friday with uh, Brendan Mullen winning that uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Nosa oh, Sprint Car he feature. He was shaking so bad. I, the, later that night, I texted Bob and I said, way to go, guys. You know, congratulations. 
And I was waiting to get this long, you know, maybe a long text from Bob and all this. And all it was was thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Like, Come on, Bob. That's not you. You're yeah. usually a little more excited than that. But uh, uh, down there, they were they were pretty pumped. Oh, yeah. Up. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, and then he's done a lot of racing already this year. Oh, yeah. And we've always we said it last year that your first one's never going to be at Grand Forks. It's always going to be somewhere else. But once it's you win somewhere else, happens, yep. you're going to win here. Yeah. And he won Jamestown last year. And now he's won here. And, yeah. and you know, so, it already seems like this Mullen kid has been around a while, but he just got done going to his prom like about a week <laughs> before he won that race. Right, right. So, you know, prom, race, hockey, what do I do? Uh, keep your butt strapped in that sprint car is 100%. one thing you got to do. And and he's got a great team over there, uh, you know, with Mullen and, of course, Wade Nygaard. And uh, those guys, they just show up all the time. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, well, yep, yep. I got the pleasure of meeting um, what his name. What was it? Bob? Is that his Bob friend? Mullen? Yeah, yeah this is his grandpa. Grandpa? Yeah, mm-hmm. what a great guy! Super Holy guy. cow! What a what a super nice guy! Yeah, that's right. We were. Uh, I remember where we were. Oh, were we at the home economy thing that day? Yeah. But we we came back and uh, I got a text from Bob saying, "Hey, we're going to fire up the sprint cars today if you guys are in the area." So. Next thing you know, Paul and I and Lori, we went off to the Mullen uh, race shop out there on 32nd and yep. gave us a great tour. Um, had a couple of cold ones with them, and uh, what a great group of guys. Yeah, they always um, say if the, if the door's open, like Wade mm-hmm. and Brandon and Bob, they told me if the door's open, stop in. Yeah. Stop in and come see us. Uh, hey. Back back in my radio days, uh, I used to do a live remote at one of the Lithias out there like every other weekend, and, yeah. and their doors would be open every Saturday morning. And this was before I knew those guys that good. They kind of knew who I was, um, but I would just walk in. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, who are you? What do you want? And then, you know, like Wade and <clears throat> those guys know who I They knew who I was, but right. didn't really know me. But didn't matter to those guys. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you ever get a chance, uh, another one, Grindy's Race Shop back in the day was something. Uh, <laughs> Mullins Race Shop, uh, Dob Myers, all of these guys. If you ever get a chance to go check out some of these race shops, you got to do it because uh, yeah. they'll just blow your mind. An uh, awesome racing you're gonna families. See. Mm-hmm. Awesome racing families. Long, well, you know, they just said about Ryan's, too. Everybody, everybody here knows everybody. Yeah. E- eventually, you know, and they all know your family members, too. So it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> you got uh, people you work with are even giving you shout-outs now, Ryan. Uh, Paula says Ryan's an awesome corner official. Also, he calls it like it should be. That's what you want to hear, though. You call it like it should be. So I always, I always see, I just see like she put an exclamation point on the back of that, and so I don't know. Is it like he calls it like it should be? <laughs> is it, you should be yelling it, or is it just? emphasized it i don't know i'm just now i'm just making jokes on it so yeah and, and i'm not going to bring up any names but uh we had a couple of issues last friday yes uh, we did some some calls that people thought weren't right and here's the deal about racing and any other sport you, you know if we could have a play-by-play system up there that's a different deal right but it doesn't matter if you're a, an umpire in baseball a hockey referee a football referee or a basketball referee or a racing official you're not going to get every single call right. It's impossible to do. It's a part of racing. It's and, human and, error. And it, it sucks. But yeah. what can you do about it? Well, and I, I've, I've been fortunate to be an umpire in baseball, be a referee. Um, and there, there's going to be, even watching this, there's, there's human error in everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when you start taking the human error out of it, that's not racing anymore. It's not baseball anymore. Right. You know, you don't. When you rely on a damn replay thing, yeah, it, it takes the, that takes everything out of it. Then sure. what are you paying people for? And, and believe me, these ra- these officials, these referees, the umpires, the last thing they want to do is get a call wrong. 
Right. You know, but right. what you got to do is like a racing thing. Maybe you made a mistake. You took somebody out. You don't come up with excuses. Right. You say, I was wrong. I'll try not to do it again. I'm sorry. And that's yeah. about all you can do so about it. As an official at the racetrack, do you ever get people coming to you like, what the hell was that called for? Oh, it's constant. Yeah. Yeah. It never ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, most of them uh, have a legit gripe. Sure. I mean, the thing that drives me a little crazy is especially let, let's just say the B mods are out on the racetrack and something happens. And now I'm watching the sprint car feature. You got them guys coming up wanting to complain about yeah. it. It's like, well, hold on a second. And then you find out that this guy's racing 16th place. And uh-huh. yeah, yeah, you lost a spot. And it's like, go away. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Once you, cr- <laughs> I would be a horrible official. Oh, I would too. <laughs> Cause you'd be like, you know, once you create the top five, then you and I'll talk. But until right. then you can keep on racing yep. back there for 17th yeah. place. And, like, and I'm sure you get that down in victory lane. Cause I get it as an announcer. Everybody yells at me about their problems. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, well, why are they doing this? What are they doing that? But I'm like, dude, all <laughs> I'm doing is calling the races yeah, here. My I fa- don't make the rules up. <laughs> I, I didn't come up with this stuff. I'm just, this is what I say. It's when they pull down in front. Cause I always stand <laughs> like, right there. Yep. They, they'll pull down in front. They'll wave me over. And I'm like, what the hell do you want from me? I don't, <laughs> I pull up my microphone. I'm like, what do you want to talk? No. I, Doogie, you get over. You take care of that. Run over there. Just walk around the car a little bit. Yeah. No, flat tire you're good to go like i don't know what you want from me man i can't give you nothing I need to learn sign language i yeah. guess i have a good sign language i just don't like seeing it that's all it needs yeah good Can lord tell you everything you need to know with the so one a future hand. reference whoever's if you're a racer watching this i have no say right what happens one of us do. yeah we're we're just guys that like to talk and that's what we do yeah. <laughs> sometimes too much too much yeah Question I ask everybody when we're wrapping up a Dirty Thursday, Ryan Clayton. How do you want to be remembered as a race car driver? How about just be remembered? No, (laughs) I I think you're making that statement no problem here in the comments. That's no problem. You know, my entire career, we were just smooth and consistent. And, and, you know, I'm okay being remembered that way. We didn't rack up a ton of wins. We didn't rack, but we were just, we were there. We were there. And, And that's very appreciative. You know, yeah. when you look at all those racetracks that you supported, and that's a that's a big thing in itself. So, and very respected, by the way. Not <laughs> there's not a bad thing on no, there. No, there's Ryan. nothing bad in there. Yeah. I mean, usually we get some dirt on there. Yeah, some bitch took me out this yeah, race, yeah, yeah, yeah or, no. or ask him about man down, you yeah. know, or something like that. But <laughs> hey, check out the fish bowls. Yeah, I, you know, we something. don't get that with Ryan no, Clayton. No, that's no. awesome. Yeah. So when you look at this down the road. I mean, I'm, I'm glad. What do you What do you remember most about your career as a race car driver? Oh, it was just it was it was a blast. Yeah. I I had a blast. I mean, I got to do what a lot of people don't get to do. There you go. And do you do you uh, do you miss it? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you do. Uh, and again, I would do it in a heartbeat if I didn't have to be married to mm-hmm. it. Um, right. That That's my only thing. I just was tired of doing it all the time. And if you cut back and try to excuse my language, half-ass it, mm-hmm. that's exactly what you're going to get for results. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, if you go, if you race, you're all in. Right. You know what I right. mean? Yeah, all that's the only way I'm going to do it. So. Yeah. Uh, it's good, though, that you are still at the track every week, and, and that's got to help. Oh, yeah. No, no, absolutely. The, the biggest thing I would miss is the people, mm-hmm. and, yeah, I get to see them every Friday. So There you yeah. go. Yeah. I mean, you still got the best of it all, right? Yep, man. absolutely. You got it. Tell you, this was a lot of fun, wasn't I it? I had a blast, man. This is so cool. <laughs> 
It's it's awesome when you get when you we bring people in that different perspectives, right? And you know? also, you've raced now. You're an official. It's just cool, and this was a great show. So thank you for coming on. Um, I had a blast, John. What a good day. Yeah, yeah. I still don't know who we're gonna have on next Thursday. Well, I know one thing. Uh, I'm kind of waiting for that first time oh, winner. Yeah. What were you gonna say? I'm. I want my mic back where it was, so it's blocking my face. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, he's still laughing about it because like, I did this on purpose. Yeah. So any of you first time winners out there, uh, get a hold of us at the track tomorrow night. Hopefully we'll have one. But uh, in fact, Ryan asked me, he goes, well, geez, I figured you'd get Mullen on the show since he won his first race. He's I still said, in school. That's yeah. it. But yeah, <laughs> pretty tough to get a kid out of class when he's no. getting so close to graduating. So th- thank so. you for taking time off of your day to come do this, too. Oh, no, appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So. And, and, it, and another thing that is kind of a bummer is when yeah. they got to go back to work. Yeah, I got to go back to work, too. Yeah, because you guys can't have bush lattes with us. <laughs> no, just water. No. We've had our water. No, yeah, there you go. Uh, both of you guys, thank you. Ryan Flayton, uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. Yes, sir. Uh, same with you, Chad. Yeah, you bet, buddy. Glad to be here, man. That's so much fun. Uh, my favorite day of the week. Well, besides racing Fridays. <laughs> I love Thursdays. There you go. Dirty Thursday in the books with Ryan Flayton. The dude has raced almost everything. And you'll still see him every Friday night at the River City Speedway. Thanks for coming in today, and thanks to Chad Hoff. And thanks to Rumor Sports Bar and Casino helping you get this show today. Man, we love that place. The atmosphere is crazy fun. You got horse racing, bingo, charitable gaming. Go watch the NHL package. Home of the world-famous beer tower. How about that $6 express lunch? How about room for parties? Tuesdays, $5 wings, boneless or traditional. After 7 o'clock, $4.50 domestic leaders, $4 goose, crown, and patron. They've got lunch and dinner specials every Friday. And they got that big sport card memorabilia uh, show coming up. Pokemon cards, magic cards, all in the Grand Cities Mall June 12th. Go talk to BT at Rumors. Find out more about it. By the way, Wednesdays, my favorite day, $3 pounders all day. Thanks to BT and all the crew at Rumors Sports Bar and Casino. And thank you all for tuning in to this Dirty Thursday. Tomorrow we talk with Andrea Charlie Boy about a women's catfish event that's coming up on Saturday right here on the Red. Hey, don't forget, we are now on Amazon Music, too. You tell your smart speaker to play GFBS podcast, and it's a done deal as easy as that. And make sure you like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone, too. Man, the Grand Cities is an awesome place. And Grand Fork's best source, we're giving it an identity again.